Good morning. It's Tuesday, January 16th. I'm Gideon Resnick in for Shemitah Basu. This is Apple News Today. On today's show, Trump's big win at the Iowa caucuses. Remembering a principal who risked his life to protect students in a recent mass shooting. And how a giant insulated cup became a global obsession. We'll start in Iowa, where former President Donald Trump kicked off the 2024 campaign with a landslide victory in the caucuses. He won 51% of the vote. I just want to thank you all. This is a very special night. And this is the first because the big night is going to be in November when we take back our country. And truly, we do make our country great again. Thank you very much, everybody. Great honor. Thank you very much. Thank you. Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley were far behind him, getting 21 and 19 percent of the vote, respectively. Both did try to frame the loss as a win. Because of your support, in spite of all of that that they threw at us, everyone against us, we've got our ticket punched out of Iowa. And Haley argued that her numbers in other states put her ahead of DeSantis as the leading Trump alternative in the race. When you look at how we're doing in New Hampshire, in South Carolina, and beyond. I can safely say tonight, Iowa made this Republican primary a two-person race. A second-place finish in Iowa might have helped propel Haley more. The next contest is the primary in New Hampshire next Tuesday. On CBS, Republican political analyst Leslie Sanchez said the state could be more favorable territory for other candidates. But the kind of support Trump showed in Iowa will be hard to overcome. Going into New Hampshire, a lot more independents, people that are open-minded conservatives, are lean Republican that are frustrated with uh, Trump at the top of the ticket. That is open territory for Nikki Haley. But when you get past that, it gets incredibly difficult. The math gets incredibly difficult. Turnout last night was quite a bit lower than the competitive 2016 caucus, which could be expected given the weather. One Republican candidate has decided not to keep fighting for what looks like a race for second. Vivek Ramaswamy dropped out after finishing a distant fourth in Iowa. He is now endorsing Trump. There's more coverage and analysis of the Iowa results and the race ahead on the Apple News app. Now we want to highlight a story you might have missed this week, remembering someone who made an impact. Ten days after the mass shooting at Perry High School in Iowa, the school's longtime principal, Dan Marburger, died at 56. He was shot while trying to distract the shooter. Witnesses say that Marburger gave several students time to escape. Marburger and his wife had five children. His daughter Claire said on social media that as soon as she heard there'd been a shooting, she had a feeling that her father would have tried to help. He has been lauded by Iowa authorities as a hero for intervening in a mass shooting that could have been more deadly. Sixth grader Amir Joliff was also killed in the shooting. 
He was a student at the middle school in the building adjacent to Perry High School. Several others were wounded, and the gunman died by suicide. Marburger worked in the Perry School District for nearly 30 years as a teacher, coach, administrator, and more. And according to the Des Moines Register, he once said he always knew he'd be a teacher. Claire Marburger said her father took no greater pride than seeing students graduate. She said he made sure to pronounce students' names correctly, spending months before graduation studying flashcards with each name. Iowa's governor ordered flags to fly at half-staff in his honor. Now, let's take a quick look at some other stories that are in the news. Israel's defense minister says the military is close to completing its most intense phase of fighting against Hamas in Gaza. But the military says there is still more fighting ahead, including a vast network of tunnels to clear. The Biden administration has been pressuring Israel to move into a lower-intensity campaign that focuses on precision attacks on Hamas, not the broad airstrikes and large ground deployments that have been part of the war so far. In legal news, former President Trump may testify at a defamation trial that starts in New York today. The judge said that he would extend the trial if necessary so Trump could take the stand. This trial will decide how much he's required to pay the author E. Jean Carroll for defamatory comments that he made in 2019. This will be the second trial involving Carroll. Last year, a jury found Trump liable for defamation and for sexually abusing her in the 1990s. Trump is appealing that case. And in entertainment news, Succession and The Bear were the big winners at the Emmys last night, taking home the top prizes for best drama and comedy. Three members of the Succession cast took home acting trophies, including Sarah Snook, who thanked her very young daughter. I carried her with me in this last season, and really it was her who carried me. Um, It's very easy to act when you're pregnant because you've got hormones raging. We have full coverage of the awards on the Apple News app. It seems like every week there is a new water bottle obsession. There is Swell, Hydro Flask, Nalgene, Camelback, and more. Maybe you've seen someone on social media literally showing off their collection. But recently, one type of water bottle from the company Stanley has been getting a lot of attention. CNBC takes a closer look at the rise of the quencher bottle. Until recently, Stanley didn't have a lot of buzz. It's been around for more than 100 years and mostly targeted campers and blue-collar workers with its humble but practical green thermoses. But that all changed around 2020 with a group of women influencers in Utah who thought the cup had potential to reach a broader market. Ashley Lasseur co-founded a shopping blog called The Buy Guide. We felt really strongly that for a working mom to take her Stanley all day to hydrate her throughout her day does not in any way illustrate less strength than somebody taking a water bottle on a hike. Lasseur partnered with Stanley executives to promote the brand. And the company rolled out new colors for the quenchers to try to broaden its appeal. And the sales went way up. Today, Stanley quenchers are among the most popular water bottles in the world, with some customers camping outside of stores overnight to get their hands on new limited editions. In 2023, Stanley was projected to make more than $750 million in sales. 
Just a few years before, that figure was 70 million. And today, these ginormous $45 water bottles have become more than just something practical to drink out of. They're a kind of status symbol of wellness, health, and spending power. You can find all these stories and more in the Apple News app. And if you're already listening to the News app right now, stick around. We've got a narrated article playing for you next from The Atlantic about barcodes. They've been around for decades, making it easier to check out at the grocery store. But they might be on their way out. If you're listening to the podcast app, follow Apple News Plus Narrated to find that story. And I'll be back with the news tomorrow. Tomorrow.